With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Etsy Shop Reviews. This is episode 36, and today we are going to be reviewing Tumblers with Melissa. And this shop actually surprised me. I didn't look too much in advance, but what really made me want to review this shop was, you know, the, well, first and foremost, this is one of the top Etsy shops. I think it's like top 25 or top 30 right now in terms of sales. They have the star seller. They have all the normal accolades. But what I really liked was that they're selling, uh, well, tumblers, right? You would think at least. Uh, at face value, I was like, oh, maybe it's like print-on-demand mugs, you know, tumblers. I know you can sell them through Gearbubble. You can probably sell them through a lot of the various printers. And then I noticed when I was clicking a couple listings that, oh, they're actually selling a lot of digital files as well that you can actually print and stick on your own tumblers. So this should be a really interesting shop review to do. I think we're going to learn a lot. I mean, it really just blows me away how many ways you can make money selling on Etsy. So I'm excited for this one, guys. Let's get started. Real quick reminder, use the link in the description to enter the free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. Two winners are going to be randomly selected and announced tomorrow, and they're going to receive a license to Flying Research, Print-On-Demand Research Tools, Automate POD, Print-On-Demand Design Creation Automation, All-American Graphics, Premium Pre-Made Graphics to help you with your designs, and Bubble Scout, the best Redbubble niche research and validation tool. Thank you to all the giveaway sponsors. Also in the description, I've got an eight-day print-on-demand mini course. It's actually pretty thorough help you get started on Etsy. And I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to have you there if you'd like to join. So all those links are in the description. Now, why don't we get this shop review started? All right, here we are at Tumblr's with Melissa Etsy shop. They have 146,000 sales. So they are doing quite well on Etsy. (laughs) They have the star seller accolade. Um, Yeah, everything about this shop is Really impressive. Let's start by looking at how they utilize their shop banner. I always like to kind of just make mental notes of like how the various super successful mega shops utilize it. And it looks like they right away at the top say, come join me on Facebook, exclusive member only coupon and free designs. So they are right away attempting to build a Facebook community. And, um, you know, they may be trying to like build an email list from Facebook. Like who knows, you know, I didn't actually go in and check it out, but right away it's like they are utilizing that space to the best of their ability. They don't just want to waste it. They want to establish a relationship with the customer, a long-term relationship at that. Cause with Facebook, if you can show up in people's news feeds, well, Hey, that's like, you know, that's the equivalent of getting a, you know, email, text message, whatever we say out of sight, out of mind. And then the inverse of that is also true. You want to be in mind if you're trying to sell people stuff. Um, underneath there, it says sublimation designs, transfers, and information by Melissa. And uh, this is something that I think I understand. Like the sublimation stuff, I've never attempted to do, but I, I my it's my understanding that there's various like printers that you can have at home um, as long as you have the right material. 
uh, to print on, you can essentially print like stickers and whatnot. And I've seen a lot of people running Etsy businesses, putting like little personalized touches on the products that they end up selling. Um, my girlfriend, Marielle, like she, she definitely wants to get into this. I bought her, um, like the cricket printer over, uh, for Christmas. I got her like a small one. So I guess I messed up there. Uh, but I completely surprised her because she didn't remember that she asked for it. And then when I got it for her, she's like, nice. And she used it and she's like, I need the bigger one though. <laughs> Whatever. I guess they're, you know, her birthday's going to be, you know, in a couple months. So we'll see what we can do. Um, but anyways, this is what's interesting. I was like, okay, tumblers with Melissa, this has got to be a print on demand shop. Next thing I know, it's not actually print on demand. It looks like it is in fact digital downloads. So check this out. Straight sippy cup, sublimation, dinosaur design, digital download PNG. They put digital only. So essentially it's like they're getting people to click the listing because they've got these awesome mock-ups. And I did just want to say right away that, you know, they could in their primary image, they could put one picture and it could just be a picture of the, you know, digital file. But then they're like, wait, that's not working that well. Why don't we put a picture of the finished product if you take this digital file, print it on the sublimation material, and then put it on the cup? So they do that, and then they're like, all right, well, what if we now replicate the actual like finished product multiple times? So now our primary listing image actually looks, number one, like, you know, it's been utilized. So it's, it's a little bit more of a value proposition than just saying, Hey, you know, if you buy this, you're just getting a digital download. So it's a little bit of a value proposition and it's seeding the mind of the potential customer of what they can have ultimately, should they purchase this and then use it. You know, and I bet you like, I'll bet you uh, some percentage, some probably pretty high percentage of people that purchase these digital downloads probably never get around to even actually like using them and, you know, printing them and putting them on the, the, the mugs and the tumblers and whatnot. Uh, so I just think this is really interesting and it's like, again, they're, they're just going a little bit above and beyond of what the, of the minimum really. I mean, to me, that's what, if I'm just thinking out loud, that's what I say. Like the minimum you can do is just, Hey, this is the picture. And then you take it a step further. Okay. Put it on the finished product. And then you're like, wait, I have all this extra space on the sides. Okay. Let's replicate the finished product two more times. So we have three pictures and say, Hey, like if you purchase this, you know, try to make it clear in the title that you're only getting the digital design. But here's what you can have ultimately with your cup. And I mean, I would never think that this would get anywhere close to 150,000 sales. But I don't pretend to know everything. I, I, you know what I mean? I know that I don't know everything, in fact. So like I would have said, hey, this might be a good idea, but there's only one way to find out, right? And uh, well, I guess now there's two ways because you could either go ahead and do it yourself or, you know, find this shop and say, never mind. I guess this idea is validated because if they're doing this well, that yeah, that's about that's validated, I'd say. Um, you can see ton, by the way, on Etsy, the bigger your shop gets, the more social proof you amass, the better off you are going to be, uh, obviously. So it's great too, when people post their own pictures of the end result, it looks like this, uh, this customer, very proactive, took a nice picture. They were proud to show it off, uh, of the final results. So heading back to the shop, it looks like, you know, they don't run a sale. You know what I mean? They, it's so easy to run a sale and like, Let's just say you up your price to five bucks and run a 20% off sale. Then you're still making four bucks. They choose not to do that. Hey, I guess when you have, you know, 150,000 sales and average five-star review, you don't really need to, uh, to worry as much about it. That's interesting. It says low in stock for a digital download. Um, didn't expect to see that, but if we're scrolling through also their shop, like one thing you'll notice too, is it kind of replaces the need for a sale. 
you see the red text and it says like over 20 people have this in their cart. Four people have this in their cart. 10 people have this in their cart. Five people have this in their cart. Yeah, um, when you can get those, they're, I, I almost want to call them like little accolades or something, but like that's probably the most sought after additional thing that you can have paired with your listing. Because keep in mind, again, like customer psychology, when they're doing searches, especially with low barrier of entry stuff like these digital files, there's a lot of competition. So if you're just running a sale, but everybody else is running a sale, it's not that big of a deal, is it? Because customers, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, get used to seeing it. When you start seeing the red text, hey, a lot of people have this in their cart. Well, and that doesn't even have to be real too. I mean, I'm sure there's ways of gaming the system there with that. Um, I, I mean, I've never done it, but I also, I mean, it's just like getting people to add to cart. Like that, I, to me, I wouldn't even frown upon that. You could probably find people on Fiverr that have bots that can do that if I had to guess. Um, not saying you should, but I'm just saying, you know, if it's going to help your click-through rate uh, and add legitimacy, uh, that's definitely not a bad thing. Uh, but I just love how they're doing these these mock-ups. I mean, check this out. Like, this is a great example right here of the dancer. And they just put, you know, I, I'm guessing this is a real photo. So they probably just, like, print three different products and take a picture of, you know, kind of the design from a straightforward perspective, fragmented, looks great. Um, you know, what's not to love there? This is really cool. What a cool idea, man. And, I mean, I just can't believe, I can't get over how many actual uh, sales they've made. So let's check it out. Straight sippy cups. It looks like they've just split it up by cup types. So kids flip top bottles. All right. 20 ounce skinny tumblers. Looks like these are very popular. By the way, see, if you wanted to start a shop in this space, you don't need to guess. Um, it's not like this is all definitive data, but you don't necessarily need to guess everything. Like when you're looking at this shop, look at the left-hand side over here. Uh, they have th basically 3,000. Can we round up 2999 to 3,000? 3,000 20 ounce skinny tumbler designs. And then the second most designs they have for other cups is 30 ounce skinnies. Okay, so if you wanted to maybe jump into this game, what should you prioritize? Now, you might say, like, you know, oh, I don't want to do the 20 ounce skinny tumblers because I don't want to compete with. Okay, yeah, there's that. But then at the same time, like, we can also probably make a pretty well informed guess that they're selling or that they are making like a ton more product listings in the 20 ounce skinny tumblers category because they're probably selling best. I'm just venturing a guess. Also, clearly they can market them really well when they take pictures the way that they've done a bunch of these behind me. Okay, so I'm just saying, if I was jumping into this game, I'd prioritize 20 ounce skinny, skinny tumblers. The same way it's like, if I want to start selling print-on-demand products, I'm probably just going to go straight to t-shirts. And if I want to branch out from there, probably do coffee mugs, right? Very complimentary, but also if we look at the market data, we know there's a ton of sales taking place on those primary products. They got can cups. <laughs> can cups, that's funny. Why do those exist? <laughs> Are those like uh, cans to like can koozies to keep them, keep them cold? Water bottle tall. Apron pillow placemat. So they're even selling digital files for pillows and for placemats, but they're just marketing them as sublimation. I mean, that's super smart. Um, doormats. Oh, man, they're even doing it for doormats. How crazy is that? Um, and then they're offering like personalization, I assume. Let's see. So they're telling you to add your own personalization. They are not offering the personalization for you, which makes a lot of sense since it's a digital file. Um, what else? What else? What else? We'll just go through the products and wrap up. They have ornaments. That's cool. 
They have 30 ounce skinny tumblers, so slightly larger than those 20 ounce. I wonder if they just take the same designs and just scale them up, man. That's crazy. So they're probably paying like a you know team of designers to build out these designs. Maybe they start with the 30 ounce and just scale it down for the 20. Actually, probably make a little bit more sense. Wine tumblers, camp cups. This is crazy, and they're not even selling physical products. 20 ounce skinny tumblers, garden flags, license plate designs, koozies. Mason tumblers, that's pretty cool too. And 16-ounce glass can libbies. So even like the glass cups, people are putting their <laughs> their designs on. These are actually pretty cool though. Also, take note that they very strategically, I doubt it's coincidence, chose a background to put these designs or put these mock-ups over so that you can actually kind of see the cup, even though that was no small task because I'm sure like, trying to mock this up on transparent glass, uh, not the easiest thing to do in the world. I think they did a great job. Also, I really love how they do their primary thumbnails. So they're actually duplicating the design itself in the top right corner, okay? Because number one, they have all that extra space. And guys, there's no rules. It's Etsy. You know what I mean? Do whatever you think is best. So they're showing like a higher resolution, like larger version of the design itself that you're actually paying for. But notice what they don't do. They keep that product, the uh, the mock-up, the 16-ounce glass can Libby. Is that what it's called again? Uh, they keep that front and center. All right? They don't move it off to the side, right? That's the that's the main strategic, uh, I don't know, value proposition, if you will, uh, that they are selling. So I love that they do that, guys. I, I really like this shop a lot, if you can't tell. Um, it's really inspiring to see people just absolutely crushing it with digital downloads and thinking outside the box as far as how they market them. So uh, tumblers with Melissa, great job. I will put a link to the shop in case you guys want to check it out in the description. And uh, guys, yeah, thank you for watching as I wrap up this video. Did just want to remind you, I have a full print on demand course walking you through how I make six figure print on demand sales every single year. If you want to learn more about that, including how to get your Etsy digital file business started using the most powerful software in the game, full tutorials, by the way, uh, check that out. That's included in the course. Link in the description, guys. Thank you for watching, though. Please like, please subscribe, and enjoy the rest of your weekend. I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.